0: IMO India Executive Briefings, December 2022 A Difficult Merger, by Adit Jane. A few days ago, Bombay House announced its intent to merge Air India with Vistara. This must have been a part of the original strategy but the purchase agreement with the government of India required a two-year cooling-off period from the date of Air India's acquisition by Tata Sons. Logically, it makes sense to merge as resources and expertise can be shared, spreading fixed costs over a larger fleet. Size in aviation is an advantage that brings greater leverage over suppliers and service providers. With Singapore Airlines as a minority partner, the merged entity will be India's largest international operator holding prized parking slots across the world. But the challenge, which the Tatars are undeniably conscious about, is the integration of the two. Air India comes with both heritage and legacy. It has had a glorious past and in its heyday was considered one of the world's finest airlines. As its cabin crew would disembark and walk elegantly along the corridors of London's Heathrow Airport, heads would turn and people would whisper that's Air India. Sadly, whilst that is no longer the case, Air India still has character. It also has a committed cabin crew that is forced to work in the most deprived of conditions with crumbling equipment in the galley. The winging of passengers when their seats fail to recline and cries of foul as entertainment systems pack up and toilets refuse to function. Air India's fleet is aging and beyond redemption. The merged entity would desperately want new planes and modern passenger comforts. But that is the easy bit. The real challenge for Tatars would be to integrate the operations of two very different entities. Vistaru is a young company with systems dissimilar to Air India's. The biggest worry is likely to be on people issues and, in the least, the new company should expect serious staff churn as cabin crew quit and new staff are recruited. It would take at least two to three years for things to settle. Then there will be the question of fleet management and maintenance. One reason why Indigo has been successful is because its founder Akesh gangwal shrewdly ensured that all its aircraft, the Airbus 320, are exactly the same, reducing maintenance and operating costs. Mr gangwal had figured out who his customers were going to be and what he sought to offer them, a no-frills service, but one most efficiently delivered. Air India, on the other hand, has a diverse fleet which with the addition of Vistra's planes, will become even more assorted. Fleet standardization, consequently, will be the second burdensome issue to tackle. It is likely that Bombay House would leave a lot of the operating issues to Singapore Airlines, which has a track record of managing a successful carrier. But that may not necessarily be a wonder pill. Managing a business from Singapore, a tiny country with a distinctive work ethic and regulatory policies, and the anarchy that is India, are two different things. It is possible that the two partners would divide their responsibilities, with the Tatars managing corporate affairs. Be that as it may, pulling off a successful merger that leads to a profitable enterprise remains an elusive proposition. The probability of a failure is just as high as the stakes involved. Historical evidence would suggest that most mergers are doomed and there are few convincing reasons at this time as to why Air India Vistara should be any different. The coming together of two loss-making airlines, some might argue, will create one larger loss-making airline. Vistara, since its formation eight years ago, has never made a penny in profit. The stakes for the Tatars are much higher than the investment involved. They are beyond money. They are about national pride and reputation. They simply must make it work.